Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Green Pastures. My name is Noah Woodward, and this is the place that we study the Word of God to understand God and uh, to be refreshed and to come to a closer relationship with God. Today, I want to talk about something that's similar to one of my previous episodes um, on reading the Word of God. And in the previous episode, I shared the importance of reading the Word of God and some benefits of reading the Word of God. And in this episode, I want to talk about something a little different and the how to read the Word of God. Because if you don't know how to read the Word of God, uh, you won't get as much out of it as you could. And so... I want us to not just think about why we read, but how we read so that we can get the most out of our time reading the Word and we can uh, gain more understanding through having the right attitude towards the Word of God. So we need to ask ourselves what our attitude is towards the Word of God. Are we reading it um, just like a textbook or a history book or, or a novel? We shouldn't read the Word of God like any of those books. The Word of God isn't just a textbook that we uh, study and we're trying to gain information. The Word of God isn't just a history book that we look to see what uh, people of the past have done and, and what the past looked like. And it's not just a novel to where we're uh, reading uh, stories of people. The Bible says that the Word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And so we need to treat the Word of God as something that is alive. And I'm not talking about just the the, per, the pages, the ink that's written on your Bibles. Um, the Word of God is alive. It's not just words on a page. It is living and active. Jesus is the Word uh, made flesh. So it's not just words on a page. The Word of God is, is really alive, and we should treat it as such and treat it with reverence. And we should trust every single word that the Bible has to say. And it's not just another history book, another um, story book or, or textbook where you can kind of pick and choose what things you like and what things are true. Um, every word of God is true. So we need to hold on to every word that God speaks because his words are very precious to us. And his word brings life to our very being, and it is a light to reveal our path. A few hundred years ago, when people would build church buildings they would build uh, the podiums high above the congregation, like 5, 10, and 15 feet up above the congregation because they didn't want the Word of God to be at the same level as the people hearing the Word of God. They didn't feel worthy to have the Word of God at the same level as them. They felt so unworthy to be at the same level as the Word that they built these podiums high above uh, the congregation to represent the authority of the Word of God. 
they had a reverence for the preaching of the word. And they lifted the word of God because they knew it was from God. It wasn't just another book. It wasn't just another um, textbook or history book that they were reading out of for information. If you go back to the New Testament, the early church would sit around for hours and hours listening to the word being taught from the apostles because they were desperate for the word. They were so hungry for the word. And scripture says that the apostles gave themselves to praying and to the ministry of the word. Those two things were the most important jobs that the apostles found for them to do was prayer and the ministry of the word. They, they saw the word, uh, the studying of the word, the, the ministering, the sharing of the word. And what it says ministering, it's just, uh, it just means that you know, the preaching of the word or the teaching of the word. They saw that that was the most important thing for, the, for them to do for the health of the body of Christ. And if you look in the Old Testament, if a prophet spoke a message and said it was from God, and that message didn't come to pass, they were actually stoned. And they, they took the word of God so seriously that if anyone misspoke for God, uh, they were condemned to death. If they didn't take the word of God seriously, they were stoned. If, if their prophetic word didn't come to pass or it wasn't accurate, they were killed. If they, if they, because that means that they weren't taking the message seriously, that they really didn't take the time to, to listen to God and to hear what God was actually saying. And there was, there was a, a, a bad attitude towards the word. And maybe they just wanted to be called a prophet. Maybe they just wanted the respect of a prophet and the, the reverence that people had for prophets in those days. They were stoned because of their lack of uh, reverence for the word of God and their lack of not just reverence, they might have been uh, reverent, but they weren't accurate. And they, in the Old Testament, they took the word, the accuracy of the word of God so seriously that, that if someone misspoke, if someone was not accurate, that they were worthy of death. So there's a, an attitude that we need to have even today. We need to have an attitude towards the word of God, towards the studying of the word of God, towards the preaching of the word of God and our own personal um, devotional times. We need to have an attitude and several different attitudes and approaches towards the word um, of God. And God even says in uh, Psalm 138 too that the psalmist says, for you have magnified your word above all your name. God takes his word so seriously um, that he, he takes it more seriously than he does his own name. God takes his word more seriously than he does even his own name. So we have an attitude that we need to come to towards the word of God and there are many different attitudes that we need to have towards the Word of God. Uh, but here are three that I think kind of umbrella 
over some of these sub-attitudes towards the Word of God. And the first attitude or an approach we need to have towards the Word of God is an attitude of humility. And when I mean humility, I mean coming at it like you're a a student, because we are all students of the Word of God. None of us are scholars. None of us have graduated from the Word of God. None of us are, are so knowledgeable and so wise that we understand every word of God, that we are always accurate 100% of the time. We are always going to be students of the word of God. None of us has, have come to um, perfection. None of us have come to the fullness of Christ in our lives. And so we're always going to come to the Word of God with humility, knowing that I don't know enough. I don't have enough understanding that God always has something more that He can show me, something more that He can bring me into. No matter your your outward age or your intelligence or um, any position or office that you hold in the world, we're always we're all students. Even if you're a professor at Harvard, you're going to be a student of the Word of God. No matter if you are, um, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos from Amazon, you are a student of the Word of God. No matter if you are, uh, you know, a father, and you have ten children, and you're you're constantly teaching and growing your children, you are still a student of the Word of God. It doesn't matter what who you are or what position you hold outwardly and in the natural, in the spiritual. We are always God's children, and He is always bringing us up into the likeness of Christ. If we think we know it all, we're going to lose opportunity for growth. That's why it's important to come with this attitude, because we're not, if we think we know it all, God will not open our hearts and he will not show us anything more because we already know it all and he'll treat us as such. There are, there are so many, uh, just deep and mis- just deep and profound mysteries in the word of God that we have just barely scratched the surface of. Even the most spiritual person that you know has barely, barely scratched the surface of the depth of the riches of the Word of God. We need to have an attitude of a diligent student seeking to understand and seeking to grasp onto that understanding and that knowledge. If we don't seek to understand, we never will. And Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And Isaiah 66, 2 says, But this is the one to whom I will look, he who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. When you come to the Word of God with humility and with with all your heart seeking to understand, 
and acknowledging that you don't know it all, that you need help, that you need wisdom, that you need knowledge, that you need understanding, that you need revelation, that you need God to show himself, to reveal himself and his knowledge and understanding through the word. It's a promise that he, uh, he'll draw near to you. If you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you and he'll give you the understanding that you're looking for. The second attitude that we need regarding the Word of God when we come to study or read or meditate on the Word of God or preach the Word of God, we need to come to it with hunger. If you're not hungry, you're not going to feed yourself. You're not going to want to eat of what God has. So we need to, I I talked recently about stirring up our hunger and just being hungry for the Word of God. It's so important to be hungry for the word of God. The world likes to throw, give us things that um, really quench, that or not quench, that really um, cause us to have a lack of hunger towards the word of God, towards God's presence. And we need to stir up our spirits and live by the spirit and stay hungry towards the word of God. And I mean, if you've ever experienced any depth of God's word, any depth of wisdom or understanding from God's word, um, whether by preaching or by uh, your own time with God in the quiet, if you've ever experienced anything like that, then you probably have a hunger for wor- the word of God. You probably have some kind of draw towards the word of God because you're like, I want more of that. I, I need more of that. Like, There's something there that I can't get enough of. There's just something so satisfying with the reading of the word of God, with the meditation of the word of God. Just there's so much depth there. There's so much um, mystery there. There's there's so much potential to understand and 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 you just get this hunger and and just realizing that there's nothing better than the word of God. We need to come constantly with that attitude. The the more hungry we are, the more we're going to eat. And the more we eat, the bigger and stronger we're going to get. And the more battles we're going to be able to face, um, the more darkness we're going to be able to push back, um, the, uh, the, the faster we'll be able to run towards God. The word reading of the word of God and being hungry for the word of God is uh, so important to believers, no matter your age spiritually. If you're a new believer and you're a, 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 a baby in the faith, you are you're probably more hungry um, than than many other people. And if you're a you know a, a younger uh, believer. Um, you need to stir up that hunger. And as we get older, we need to constantly be stirring up that hunger. No matter our age, um, spiritually, we have to stir up that hunger and be continually, um, hungry for the word of God. If we're hungry for him, we'll be fed. And if we're fed, we'll grow. And the third attitude towards the word of God is expectation we need to come to the word of god with expectation if we don't come 
to the word expecting to receive something, then we probably won't. If you're coming and you're not really expecting to get anything from God, you're not really expecting to receive any kind of understanding, any kind of revelation, any kind of, um, you know, you're not expecting God to draw near to you. You're not expecting the Spirit of God to give you revelation and to open your eyes to a certain thing. Then you probably won't. An attitude of expectation is is like it's it's so so important it is so important you need to expect god because god says if you draw near to me you i will draw near to you if you draw near to me i will draw near to you it's a promise and when we don't come to god with expectation we're saying that God is lying. We're saying that God really doesn't mean what he says. That he really is not going to come through. And it's it's really uh, telling God and, 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 and telling this, this lie that, um, that God doesn't want to reveal himself. And that's exactly the opposite of what God's, God says. He wants to reveal himself to us. That's why he sent his Holy Spirit into our hearts when we believed in Jesus Christ and we made him Lord of our lives. He sent the Holy Spirit into our hearts so that we could have that revelation, so that we could have that that relationship with him, so that we could be one with him, so that we could really know him, not just informationally, but relationally. And the word of God is the main place that you're going to get that. Again, this book is not just a textbook. When you read this book, it's not just words on a page. It's not just um, ink on, on some paper and some leather holding it all together. This word is alive and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. It will cut deep into your heart. Deeper than you thought possible. Deeper than anybody else has ever gone. Deeper than you've even gone into your own heart. It will cut deep. And it will give you the revelation of God that you so desire. It will give you the the relationship with God that you need and that you so crave. So come with expectation. Expecting to receive something from God. Expect to receive understanding from God. Expect to receive revelation from God. If you don't believe it, that's your fault. But believe it. For your sake, believe it. That God really does speak. That God really is alive. That God really does want us to know him. And if we just put our effort into uh, spending some time and reading and studying the word. And expecting to receive something. Because God himself said that he would. That he would reveal himself. You're going to receive more of God. You're going to receive that revelation and you'll never be the same. And you'll never be the same. So, again, come with humility. Come knowing that you don't know everything and knowing that there's things that you need to know. Come with, uh, uh, with hunger 
being hungry for the word, hungry for God's presence, hungry for understanding, hungry for something greater, something more than what you have, hungry for for a greater level of understanding, greater level of relationship. The word of God will take you higher and higher and higher and deeper and deeper and deeper. Thirdly, come with expectation, expecting God to speak to you because he will. He promises that. He will speak and he will fill you with himself if you just expect it and you, by faith, you believe that he will. So that's my encouragement for you to come and just study the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Daily read the word of God. If you have to put something else off, just you can have some time, even five minutes of just meditating on a verse or something, I encourage you to do that because there's nothing better that we can do as believers than to keep our faces buried in the word of God. So I just encourage you with that. Keep your eyes on God. Keep your your mind on the word of God. He will take you to places that you uh, could not imagine. So, thank you for listening. I appreciate uh, those who listen. And I pray that this speaks to you, that that you come away with something tangible that you can uh, use in your life and uh, that you can grow in uh, or grow from. And sorry that this uh, message was not uh, posted at the usual time. Usually I post them at 8. Um, but I had some delays and, and it's totally my fault that this is not posted at the same time. Um, and quick update. Um, I am going to start posting these Sunday mornings instead of Saturday mornings at 8. I'll post them on Sunday mornings at 8. Um, just to give myself some more time to prepare. And yeah, and that way they'll be on time continually. And and then we can we can move on and, and, and grow and you guys can receive stuff and um, and God will take us to new places. So thank you again for listening and I will see you next Sunday at 8 a.m.